Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Bright Verde Podcast. Uh, thanks for joining me in this episode after what was uh, a crazy game against the Portland Timbers. A loss at home. I had predicted in Club Deportes, uh, FCTV, that we're going to win 5-0. Now it looked like a dumbass, but it's all good. So I, both teams were, co were coming from a, a big high. Us beating LAFC 4-1 spanking LAFC with a wonderful performance and then the Portland Timbers fighting uh, to win against Seattle and winning the Cascadia Cup so both teams you know a, a lot of the pre-match was are we going to be is the intensity going to to be good enough uh, coming off of a, a huge win like it was against LA and the rest could have been I mean the same could have been said to Portland as well so It really was, for me, pre-match was who is who has less of a hangover after a big win. And I'm actually glad to see that it wasn't about intensity. I, I do think that Portland were just far more clinical. And Austin FC didn't play bad, per se. We just were kind of unlucky, honestly. Um But I am going to play the press conference, the post-match uh, conference uh, with Josh Wolf. So I'm going to play that for you guys. And I haven't heard it either, so I'm going to provide some commentary uh, and kind of pause it um, as Josh Wolf is saying his, his stuff. Um, but, like, coming, coming off of the LAFC win, I do think that we, we missed a huge opportunity to, to really – kind of, you know, cement ourselves as a force uh, because LAFC lost and the Philadelphia Union won again. And this could have been a great opportunity to be within three points of LAFC and really have them feel the pressure of us breathing down their neck and potentially winning the Supporters' Shield. So for me, like this season and at this point of the season, it's not about qualifying for playoffs. It's about winning the Supporters' Shield. And I know that I'm getting carried away. And, of course, I want to know what you guys think. Leave a comment in the comment section. Should we be con uh, content enough with a, a playoff spot? Or is our focus should our focus be winning the Supporters' Shield? Because, in my opinion, I think we have a clear opportunity to win some silverware this season. Our second season ever, which would be remarkable for for a brand new franchise especially with the first season that we had which which we've talked about um so for me like the preview was for me was not about qualifying for playoffs for me it's about can we put pressure on lafc to win the supporter shield and this would have been a fantastic opportunity getting up to uh as close as three points away from lafc to actually fighting for the supporter shield um Obviously, we had the uh, bad weather or inclement uh, weather. Uh, I think that's what it was called uh, during the game. Uh, well, pre-game, where the game started like an hour and a half after 8 p.m. And I mean, for me, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I passed out a minute 60 uh, in, in the second half. I did rewatch the game uh, this morning, but. You know, it's hard for me to keep up and, and stay up late now. I'm a, I'm an old person now, but 
I, I do feel it for those who were in the in the stadium and those who had families and, and were taking, you know, their kids or whatever. Like, 8 p.m. is already kind of late. And for it to start at, like, 9.45, I mean, I I would have I, – I don't know. Like, I, I would have probably, like, stuck out over there, like, watching the game in the stadium. But I would have been so sleepy. Um, and another uh, point pre-match was the lineup. We've had the same lineup, I think, for seven consecutive games, which is something that was missing so much from our first season. I don't know if you guys remember, but like Josh Wolf kept switching his lineup. Uh, it felt like every every game we, we had a different uh, st- starting eleven, and that obviously resulted in having poor performances throughout the first season. Um, and and it's one of those key things that I mentioned in in the in the game against LAFC was. Part of the reason of our success this season has been depth and um, clearly like having a reliable uh, starting eleven, and which has been playing really well, playing really really well. Um, the first half started with tons tons of energy. It was back and forth. It was like both teams were like boxers, and and the first round happened, and instead of like feeling each other out, it was like starting throwing punches. It was it was so full of energy in, in the first half, early in the first half. Um with this is where the unlucky aspect comes in. I I think Austin FC played played well. Uh well enough to beat the Portland Timbers. Um we were just a bit unlucky, honestly. Uh Urruti had a decent shot um that the goalkeeper saved. Alex Ring hit the post. Um Gabrielson had a, a phenomenal save on the 13th minute, uh, clear, clearing the line. Um, great, great job by Gabrielson. He's been one of uh, uh, one of our best signings, honestly. He's so solid in the back, and he had that really good save that that um, helped us out throughout the game. Um, the uh, one other thing that I noted was Portland were just. Whenever they were in possession, I thought they were clinical and efficient in the limited possession that they had. Um, they obviously were sitting back, playing a low block, and and hoping for the best on the counterattack. Um, and that is, I think, one of the issues that we're going to face off in the playoffs is teams that don't uh, come swinging at us is uh, how are we going to break them down? That That's, that's going to be key because Portland showed a way to beat us, and that is uh, sitting back, hoping that we make mistakes, hoping that we're not lucky in the final third, in that in that last ball, and hitting us on the counter, uh, being very clinical. So I thought Portland had, for their game, I think they had a, a good first half. Um, Drusi had a, a, a play that, I mean, Fagundes... Fagundes reminded me of Andres Iniesta. I mean, it was Iniesta-esque. He, on the right-hand side, he was just so smooth. He beat two Portland defenders. Uh, one of them was, I think, Sebastian Blanco. He, like, he made him eat dirt. Uh, and then he pinged a perfect ball to Driussi in the middle and uh, crossed it, and Driussi just couldn't finish uh, but that would have been honestly like goal of the week 
if I'm if I'm being quite honest. It was so Diego Fagundes like does not cease to amaze me. Every time I watch him, I'm like, how how do we get this guy for free? That's another thing, guys, and that's what I've been saying uh, since last season. Great job by Claudio Reina here uh, for getting Diego Fagundes on a free transfer. Think about that, guys. Diego Fagundes has been one of our best players in in our in our two seasons, hands down, hands down. I would say before Driusi or behind Driusi is is Fagundes, and if Driusi wasn't here, Fagundes would be our most important player. Um, and we got him for free. So Fagu on the right hand side being majestic. Uh, sadly that that Driusi couldn't finish that. Um, and what else? What else? Danny picked up a, another yellow card, silly card from Danny, uh, in the 49th minute, right before halftime. Uh, he could he could have not done that. Um, I think maybe that's why Wolf maybe subbed him just in case because you know he could have picked up a second yellow and then that would have totally destroyed our chances of of coming back um, to fight that game. And then sadly, Uruti was. Uh, came out injured as well uh, in the first half, which I think uh, we really felt his presence in the second half, his or his lack of a presence in the second half. Uh, Huzen came in for, uh, for him, but Huzen is, is, is he's way, way below Urruti in terms of quality and intensity, and we, we totally missed Urruti's presence there. In the second half, uh, we came out swinging, Druzy hit the post in the um, in the in the fifty sixth minute after a header. Uh, what else? This is where the Timbers started to, I think, really cement their style. And again, they were just they were more efficient in their intent going forward. Um, I thought they were just more clinical. Austin was a lot more elaborate. That's just, that's just our gameplay. And the two styles, I, th- I think, contrasted heavily where where Portland obviously got the best of us um, being more clinical, um, especially like on set pieces. And Rigoni uh, came in, made his debut. I, I thought Rigoni was good. Um, I don't know about the chatter online, but I I think Rigoni had a good a good appearance. Um, it's his first time playing. Uh, he had he hasn't been playing, I think, in a few months. So um, for him to just have uh, some training sessions and and being being able to play against Portland, I thought he did decent. I think he passed kind of like that that test. Um, and he had some good already, like some good passes, some good some good like understanding with uh, with Fagu and Drusi. And um, I'm excited for, for Rigoni. I, I think the best is obviously yet to come. I don't think we should panic. Uh, clearly, the, this guy has, has a good left foot. Um, he also has some like uh, good take-ons, uh, which I, I appreciate it uh, definitely because uh, some of our wingers, like for example, Rodney, doesn't take people on. Um, and, you know, we definitely need that. Also, shout out to uh, Ethan Finley, man. Ethan Finley has been has been great. Uh, I I really like Ethan Finley. Uh, obviously, he he knows Joshua from from the Columbus days, I think, and um, 
I think he's an experienced player who brings a lot of seriousness. Um, he's not clinical. He does make some mistakes uh, in that final ball, but he has intensity. He does have quality, um, and I'm I'm happy with with Ethan Finley for now, and with Rigoni kind of like coming into into fitness, into match fitness. I think Ethan Finley will will be just fine uh, heading into the playoffs. Um, Drusi with a uh, a goal in the 78th minute, which is uh, Drusi's. I believe this is Drusi's eleventh. Uh, um, Drusi's eleventh straight match uh, contributing uh, to a goal. Uh, so he already has twenty goal contributions, which is insane. Um, first player in the league to reach that number. I mean, I mean, Drusi, guys, you know, you know how I feel about Drusi. Um, but shout out to Felipe Mart- uh, Martins for that wonderful little assist that came out of nowhere. Uh, great cross for Drusi to finish. Um, Stuver has some good saves. Um, also impressed by John Gallagher. Gallagher's uh, presence on as a left back is cannot be understated, guys. This guy took Zan Kolmanich's spot, who I thought had it on lock last season. But John Gallagher has proved uh, that he can follow directions. He's a workhorse. He has quality. He puts in the work uh, no matter which position he's playing in. He can play multiple positions. Uh, and, you know, he's a wonderful Irish uh, player that, that we're lucky to have in Austin. Um and just that last chance, that last opportunity that we had where Felipe Martins uh, put it over the crossbar um, with with a Chilena assist from Drusi, overhead kick assist from Drusi. That would have been also goal of the week, honestly, just for that uh, overhead kick by Drusi. Um, so, and, and, and that's what I mean by, you know, like we were just unlucky. We're unlucky. And sometimes that happens in football. It is what it is, you know. It, hard work pays off throughout the season. And it it allows you to to be able to make these to have these unlucky days in the office and 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 not you know suffer too much from it. My thoughts on the game, you know, it's I think Urruti's absence in the second half was was very apparent for me. Urruti brings so much more to the team than just scoring goals. His work rate and intensity is unmatched. Maybe honestly, Diego. Uh, Urruti and uh, Driussi have similar levels of intensity, which is why I think has been our, our a key to our success because our pressing is our first form of defense. And when you take that piece away, I think we suffered um, in that in that Portland game in the second half. Uh, I think Portland played to their strengths. Um, they were more clinical. I think they played okay, and Austin played okay as well. It was a decent performance. Uh, we had opportunities, but we were just not as, not as effective as Portland was. And, you know, you just have, have to suck it up um, and be proud that it wasn't an intensity issue, like I thought. Um, yeah, so those were my, my thoughts on the game, guys. Um, let's hear Josh Wolf's press conference um so kind of hang in tight and and let's let's watch the press conference from 
uh, Josh Wolf. joining us and thank you for uh, making it this long in the evening we'll jump straight into it opening statement from Austin Fio coach Josh Wolf um, difficult night the game is cruel and um, you know there's a couple things that Portland are good at and they they showed those tonight but we you know could not grab goal more goals was um, you know affected uh, affected our ability to, to grab hold of the game but um, the guys started extremely well it, you know it won't be about the weather the weather wasn't an issue we started well had a lot of pressure put them under a lot of pressure but um, set pieces of transition. That's what they're good at, and, and you know we needed to do better on set pieces. We're in spots to make plays, and they don't make plays. So then they're able to transition, and it's um, it makes it difficult. But our guys fought hard. Um, execution was was good. It was a little sloppy. The second half got pretty choppy. I think from the refereeing, from the from you know the time wasting, the antics. So that that became a little bit of of, of you know difficult to grab momentum. But um, there were plenty of opportunities there, and it was spread around the group. And if you get if you get one, and you grab your second, I think we've all seen what the momentum can, how it can shift quickly for us. But um, you know, we got to brush ourselves off, get going. Uh, game will come quick against Nashville, and um, another good opportunity. I don't think you guys can say anything bad about that. Um, I think he's spot on. Uh, he talked about opportunities that we played well. We, you, you know, you got to brush it off. Um, the opportunities were there you know it's a matter of putting it in the back of the net and getting that momentum so i think josh wolf is uh you know spot on here i i like also the dig at the refereeing um because refereeing against austin fc has been has been just wild sometimes like unreal so let's keep going um, so, yeah, I mean, Orlando would kind of set the table for y'all to be able to clinch playoffs at home tonight. That didn't happen, obviously. Um, disappointment? Yeah, disappointment just to not win. I mean, we were at home. I thought we played relatively well. We, we've got to do – we've got to do the business in front of goal. I mean, we hit the crossbar four times. I'm not sure, four or five times. So uh, those chances are there, and we, you know, we created it in a few ways. So, you know, you got to take your goals. Goals do change games. They got us on – a little bit of second phase. The first one's a direct set piece, you know, and the second one is a second phase set piece. So, um, you know, but again, I think you know, the first one starts with us losing the ball just, you know, on our own accord, and it's a set piece. And then, and then obviously the um, the follow up on the second goal is, is, is tough. But, you know, we could have done better with our opportunity tonight for sure. Yeah. And there were a few people in the elevator. Actually, I wanted to talk about this because I put this on my on my notes, and that was uh, Alex Ring was this thing with ring ring lost possession like so in such a baffling way for for such a player and especially for a designated player he loses possession uh and although ring doesn't make the foul ring doesn't make the foul i don't think that was a foul at all but the fact that ring Ring lost possession and had to win it back, and 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 the referee calls a foul that didn't exist. Still, for me, is a dig on Ring because why do you lose possession in in a place like that? Like for a player of your caliber, of your experience, of your of your status, you d you you have to do better than that. You have to do better than that. And I I like that Josh Wolf. I think he he's digging a little bit here. Like if you notice, let me rewind it a little bit. And the second one is a second phase set piece. So, um, you know, but again, I think you know, the first one starts with us losing the ball just, you know, on our own accord, and it's a set. Boom. You could tell right there he's 
he he wasn't gonna say it, and then he remembered, and he's like, yeah, I I gotta I gotta put him on the spot here. So good on Wolf for doing that piece, and then and then obviously the um the follow up on the second goal is is, is tough, but you know we could have done better with our opportunity tonight for sure. And there were a few people in the elevator on the way down talking about this felt like a playoff game. Did it feel like it had that kind of intensity to you? Um, this is a good. That's a playoff team. I, I think they'll they'll compete hard to get in there. And um, you know they're doing what they always do. They're they're men. They're they're experienced, and they make it difficult. Uh, I think we we let them off the hook a little bit, but you know they're good enough to win games down the stretch. They've done it year over year and, and find themselves in the playoffs. So they're a team we certainly could face. And you know we we'll have to remember two losses doesn't feel good, but. Um, you know, we'll do our best, and, and obviously we got to get get fresh, quick, and pick up our heads and get ready for Nashville. Yeah, um, what can you take us through what was going on going on with Maxi there at the end of the first half? When did you guys also comment on on that? I I do also. Uh, I think Portland played well, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like they 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 grinded it out, and I honestly hope they make it to the playoffs because I thought they were a strong team. First get get a feel that he was he was slowed and um you know just how's he doing now he's doing okay it's a little tightness it didn't it wasn't anything like a significant grab they gave him treatment so um tightness and i think he probably was a little scared he, he took a shot early he said he felt a little something but he carried on pretty good he hit some high speeds so we'll just have to see how he responds tomorrow but um you know it was you know the last little bit of the half we were trying to see if we could get through it and then obviously a set piece we had to get our guy on that immediately and and you know, knowing that they were good on set pieces, we had to make that sub. We wanted to hold, but we couldn't. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 glad to hear that it's not a, it's not severe for Urruti because we we desperately need him, and um, he's a fighter, man. He's a fighter, and I, I hope he comes back. And then uh, Emiliano getting his getting his debut. Um, you know, just take us through how you gotten him up to speed and, and what you saw from him tonight. Well, I think he's 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 gonna take him a little time to get fully up to speed, but I think you can quickly see he wants to go at guys. He's he's got good service with both feet. Uh, it's mm -hmm. tough to catch your breath in this game. You're coming in as a mm -hmm. sub, so immediately there's there's a, a you know a transition element to it, or at least a back and forth where we're putting him under pressure. But he'll be fine. He's gonna. It takes time to acclimate, and he's you know he'll learn more about his role and um, you know certainly the way that we play as as he's here longer, but. Again, I think there were um, you know some good opportunities for him there, and I think you know some things we're going to keep working on with him. I totally agree. I thought Rigoni had a decent performance, like I, I said earlier, and he definitely took people on, which is good to see from a winger. I mean, that's especially a, a winger for our type of play. Like you want wingers to take people on, so um, I think he'll be fine. And then last one for me, but the uh, you know the decision to run with the same 11 tonight, you yeah. had five days in between, obviously, but yeah. you've got a quick turnaround for the next one, so just the decision to, to rotate or not rotate and, and whether you think you'll need to a little bit on Saturday. Yeah, for this one, for sure. I mean, that's not a bad, you know, we've got five days between games. There's not a lot that's that's preventing guys from being fresh and ready to go. This one now becomes a little bit more delicate, but um, guys were all in good space coming into this game. They were ready to go, and um, we'll have to see where they're at now. Obviously, it's... Um, Quicker turnaround later night doesn't help, but you know Nashville had to deal with something similar. So we'll, um, we'll we'll freshen up, see what changes we need to make, and obviously go to Nashville. It's it's a good game, good good opponent, and a great venue. This is where I kind of like. Uh, Josh Wolf in the first season kept making changes, and part of the excuses were that people were tired or that they needed to rotate. So it kind of contradicts him here because these guys don't play any international football nor any cup games austin is he the, our first cup game was against 
uh, San Antonio and we lost. So we haven't even had a second competition to play in yet. In the first season, he kept rotating people, and now he's saying that five games is is enough for people to repeat. And that's where I'm like, okay, make up your mind, bro. Like, is can people play consecutively? Yes or no? And why was not not the case in the first season when we needed consistency? So that's one thing where I'm I I kind of think he's contradicting himself. Guys had nearly a two-hour weather delay before the the match even started. Uh, what what did y'all do? How did you kill the time? Relax. Dominoes. I don't know. The, the games are on. I think the guys watch games. They have music going. It is. You want to kind of kill the space or kill the time and you know kind of relax in the space. We we get food. Obviously, these guys eat probably three and a half, four hours. So when there is a delay, it's it's there is a need to get some hydration and some more food just to help. Um, you know, ensure that they're not starving come the second half. But uh, th- that happens in the games. It happens probably a lot more in other places. So it's you got to get, you know, you got to get through that. I don't think it really affected us. I thought we started really strong. Um, you know, great energy. The fans stuck around as as you'd expect here. They're incredibly, uh, you know, incredible commitment as always. And and we were unfortunate not to grab the first goal. Then you grab the first the first goal. They're in a low five four one five three two. Um, you can force them to come out a little bit more, but. They they stuck to it. They're a physical team. They were compact, and um, you know we did enough to score more goals. We just didn't score tonight, and that that nearly cost us. Yep. And I mean the biggest challenge to overcome before you guys head to Nashville. Just recovery. Recovery is the biggest thing. You know we'll keep. Um, you know we'll see how Maxi is. Um, we'll see how the guys. Certainly Diego put in a, a, another big shift, and uh, you know Sebastian. So we'll we'll see how all the guys are, and um, we'll see what makes most sense for for the game on Saturday. Talking about Diego. Uh, during the first half, we saw Diego change sides. Yeah. Uh, what were y'all trying to do with that change of him? They just did that on their own. You know, it's not anything that's other than just you know personnel being on the right. Diego started this year on the right side, so it's not it's not a big a big deal. But plays probably took them to those areas, and they just stayed there. And I think they had both of them had pretty good actions, so they, they might have stuck it out for a little bit. But that's that's not by design. That's just kind of them them taking it on and sticking in that that area of the field. That's actually a good question um, because I did notice, and that's where the beautiful play from Fagu came on the right-hand side after he started on the left-hand side. And I always think, like, is when when wingers switch positions, which happens in Austin FC quite frequently, I've always wanted to know if that was Josh Wolf indicating that or was that the players on their own. And it's interesting to see that it's the players kind of like on the spot deciding to switch which I kind of like that, you know, it kind of gives them some autonomy and a little kind of like free will to see what what's working best and uh, also gives the opposition's fullbacks kind of like two different people to deal with throughout the game. I I think that's really smart. And also, we saw that uh, the wall between the uh, Chara brothers was like into Diruzi the whole entire time. How did you guys try to break that space in order to at least do that the score that he did tonight? Yeah, I think there were a lot of things. Obviously, you know, we started the game getting behind them quite often, more so on the right side. We we understand that they're going to be a saturation and a concentration of players on on you know the side that Sebastian's on. So him and Diego, it does get a little congested. But when that happens, you start to have more space and numbers on the other side. Ethan did a great job getting behind Alex and. Yep. Now it's just a rival for, for Sebastian and Diego getting in the box. But 
as the game goes on, it's tough to keep those guys off the ball. And, and certainly in the second half, they both contributed, um, you know, more with the ball and more running and arriving in the box. So um, we just got to we'll have to look at the video quickly, but, um, you know, just got to be mindful of, of other ways that we can hurt opponents. We go around them, we go over them. And if we can, we want to go through them. So it's, it's just depending upon what the opponent's doing. Sure. Good luck. This guy's nice, man. He's he, he's a he's a good coach, man. All good. Thank you, Josh. All Thanks, right. everyone. Anyone who who is uh, who is uh, talking crap about Josh Wolf, I mean, th this guy's a he, he's a good coach, man. And this is just his second season. He's gonna get even better. Um, he's he's a good coach. Um, I think I think I think we'll do wonders. Uh, with him in Austin. And I, I do hope that he remains here for at least, I want to say maybe like two more seasons. I think his initial deal may be four seasons. Um, but I, I do hope that as a franchise, we we take this seriously. We, we pick people very carefully and we don't make rash decisions. That, that That's really important is trusting your process, trusting that, that you're following a, 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 a protocol a guideline and you're not deviating from that guideline and i don't know why i still have those on and uh josh wolf is is the right he's the right guy for austin he's the right guy for what we want to play he's the right guy for personality uh and i think he's done a phenomenal job phenomenal job for for josh wolf um sad that we lost the game but I think we we can't beat ourselves up too much. We just have to move on, uh, prepare for Nashville, which is a tough, tough opponent, potentially a playoff opponent. Um, I would not want to meet Nashville, guys. Nashville in the playoffs, th that's, a, that's one that I would try to avoid as much as possible. Nashville is a really solid team. Um, and they have Mukhtar, who is also fighting for MVP. It's a good team. Nashville's a good team. They have a great atmosphere. Um, I want to say, like, I hate them, but I, I can't hate on Nashville. Like, like, they're doing things great. The only team that I truly hate is Houston. Um, and, yeah, like, I think, we'll, I think we'll be just fine. We have to prepare against Nas Nashville. Take it seriously. Fight for the supporter shield. Don't get complacent with uh, the playoffs. Fight for the supporter shield. That's what I want to take away from this episode is our aim should be the supporters shield it should be titles especially being so close to winning a title we're fighting against the two best teams in the league we're toe-to-toe -to -toe with lafc and the philadelphia union there's no reason why we can't win the supporter shield we're 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 in the battle with them we're in it it's not like it's, it's not it's feasible to get the supporter shield so our team, our players should be having that in the back of their mind is winning the supporter shield. Um, leave a comment in the con in, in the YouTube comment section, guys. Uh, thank you for all the support. I want to hear your thoughts. Am I being too 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 demanding with with the supporter shield? Am I crazy? Sh should I be okay with playoffs? Let me know what you guys think. I want to hear your thoughts. As always, love the support. I'll see you guys after the Nashville game. Let's go.